Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, C-Tez, one-third of Real and Uncomfortable. Uh, we understand the overwhelming feeling of trying to find insurance, the overwhelming feeling of trying to protect your assets, building your businesses, and ensuring that you're covered in times of danger, times of loss. And because of that, we've gotten in touch with one of the leading providers of insurance in Westchester County. Daniel Guiney, he prides himself on morals, respect, synergy, and to that point, it's not just a company, it's a family. And he'll treat you like family. He'll put you right in the best positions to find efficient solutions for your insurance needs. It's complicated, we get it. Long documents, lots of paperwork, tons of language that even the most well-read people have no idea what they're talking about. But he's taken the morals and named his company just after his grandfather who instilled those same morals into him. Zara Risk Management is a place for you. He's partnered with the leading insurance providers and can find the best package and deal for you. Visit westchesterhomeinsurance.com for your free consultation with Daniel today. He'll take care of you, treat you like family. Now let's get back to the show. It's about to get real uncomfortable. Yeah, real uncomfortable. It's about to get real uncomfortable. You want you guys want one of y'all want to start? No, I think you, you have you the, the perfect, yeah, yo, intro. You, you the guy. Yeah, you the, guy. You're the intro guy. You the you the Joe Buttons of this joint. <laughs> okay. We good? We rolling? <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? We back with another episode of Real and Uncomfortable. To my right, we have the amazing Miss Ray Bands. Hey. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And my guy, always on the wave. <laughs> swimming. <laughs> swimming today is E-Man Music. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Appreciate yes, you. Yes, yes. You know, we're not too too far into the new year, and already there's a lot of... Controversy. You want to call it just... Can we... I don't know what to call it. Is there a like more than know. that? I feel like it's a lot of truth. Oh. Truth. Uh, I don't know if y'all not into truth? astrology. People <laughs> said that this is the, the year of truth. We're entering the, uh, you know... There's a season of Aquarius. I'm going to get to get to it. Is that what it is? Something like that. Uh, astrology people, correct me in the comments. I don't know. But um, a lot of truth from one of my favorite personal I comedians. love him too. Let's talk yeah. about it. Mr. He, a Vir- he a Virgo too, mm-hmm. by the way. Mr. Money Mike. Cat Williams. His Cat Virgo is Williams. showing. Oh, man. <laughs> Relentlessly so. So I don't know if y'all saw the, con- the uh, conversation, the interview. Uh, he was recently on Club Shay Shay. Club Shay Shay. And boy, like, don't get me wrong. Shannon Sharp has a pretty big audience. Mm-hmm. But I think that that episode did about off. like 20 million views. Easy. Couple days. Couple days. And basically, Cat Williams went on and he broke the door open to a lot of the goings on in entertainment, but particularly comedy. Mm-hmm. Some of your favorites were probably mentioned in that. Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ricky Smiley, a couple of those to name a few, and then a couple others who may have, you know, he exposed the stories of them getting the short end of the stick mm-hmm. when it came to this. So I don't know. What were your thoughts? Um, for me, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword. Um, I feel like he definitely spoke his truth, mm-hmm. but I feel like some of it comes from a place of... I don't want to say envy. Bitterness. Bitterness and envy. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, I feel like you got something. Yeah, to say. I'm going to wait, though, because. Ooh, she might be nah, on the other side I'm of this. I really I agree with the fact that Cat Williams at one point was that guy, mm-hmm. and he kind of got 
in his own way. You see what I'm saying? And and that can happen very easily when when you feel like you you got it and you already, you know what I mean? You don't need nobody, you're just doing your thing. You might get to a point where your time passes and now the opportunities on to, Listen, to other people. I don't think his time is passing. Like what oh. what I what I what I seen with this situation, like you ever had somebody you you just woke up and it's like, you know what, I'm walking away from this argument and they go, That's what I thought. Mm. Okay. And then it's like, hold yeah. a bit. Hold on, hold you got on, me confused because I can really set it off on you. I feel like that's what that interview was for him. I feel like he's been silent because he chose to. Because he's been saying, like, he said in the interview, everything I want, I already have. And everything that I do want in the future, I can get. It just has to do with me receiving it. And I, I feel like he's not really jealous or envious of anybody. It's just more so there's a lot of talking going behind the scenes. And he's let, letting niggas know the only reason why you got there mm-hmm. is because of A, B, and C, and D. Yeah. He, like, he, I mean, we're, it's straight facts. He's like, you, you know, you had to dress know. like so, a woman. So, yeah, yeah. You got to get yeah, duped up the butt. And yeah, this is what yeah, these niggas are Luda doing. Yeah, got duped up the butt. So, Listen, here's, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, here's my thing. Certain, certain things is just like, nah, bro. Certain things happen yeah. because somebody had more business acumen than you did. You feel me? Like, Kevin Hart, to me, I feel like is a he's he's talented in terms of comedy. He might not be the best comedian at all. But business-wise, Hold on, no. ain't nobody messing with but Kevin Hart. But where's the morals? Wait, wait, before we get into Kevin Hart okay. specifically, I, I just want to say that with all of the comments he's made, there's been ample time for people to rebuttal, uh-huh. for people to put up any type of legal documents. Uh-huh. Slander and libel are very... Easy to come by, especially in the age of uh, multimedia. You're talking about what Cat Williams said? Yes. Okay. And what I'm saying is, with all of the responses, mm-hmm. the one thing that I have not heard yet mm-hmm. is somebody call him a liar. People co-sign what he said. Um, We've heard people, people call people, him a joke. Laugh. We've people heard laugh. people call laugh at him. We've nah. heard people say a <laughs> lot people of things. Who said he Who lied? Who said that he lied? Okay, so y'all gonna tell me Cat Williams never used drugs and never like some did somebody <laughs> say that did somebody <laughs> say that he lied? Eh? Yeah, Aaron Spears. Aaron Spears was saying that he was lying. I don't know. Yeah, Aerie Spears doesn't strike me as the most the truth teller, the most, the most reliable person <laughs> no, on this so topic. Look, okay, I, I don't think that he's lying. I just think that sometimes your perspective might not be another person's. Perspective. Oh, I get you. you. I'm, I'm, I'm so, on your side when it so, comes to that. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's certain things that he said that might be his truth that might not be what actually happened when you look at the bigger picture. But what I what I heard is the only reason why he wasn't open to certain opportunities is because he had morals. Like morals, like a cutoff line. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not gonna do so, this. So mm-hmm. so did he 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 didn't talk about the fact that he wouldn't show up to certain sets or well, he would come in late and But he you know no, I mean? he but I'm saying he said that there's not a set that could say that I never showed up and did what I had to do. Now, here's the thing with that. Even even that, right? Let's let's attach some context. Mm-hmm. Throughout the the time of Hollywood, mm-hmm. big stars, small stars, whatever. We know of a ton of people who have had massive drug problems, mm-hmm. and that has never made a studio cut them off entirely. Okay. So all I'm saying is, while there might be truth to what you're saying, right? I can also say that for a lot of people, yeah. drug use wasn't the red flag. Okay. Tardiness wasn't the red flag. Okay. Uh, not showing up wasn't the red flag. Okay. And 
and here's my other thing, right? And this is not to to shit on uh, Kevin Hart or anybody like that, because mm-hmm. I do think that part of his success has to do with his ability to navigate rooms, uh, right? Absolutely, a thousand percent. Absolutely. But here's my here's the other side of that, right? Let's take it a smaller scale. Okay. Contextually, mm-hmm. if our room, right, mm-hmm. and everybody at Union Studio, mm-hmm. if we knew of an artist who was dope, but he happened to be, you know, we're all black here. He happened to be of another race mm-hmm. and was a little iffy mm-hmm. on how he dealt with us. Mm-hmm. How welcomed would he be on the po- on the podcast? How welcome outside of to, to talk his shit and us to get on his ass. He wouldn't be somebody who we collaborate yeah. with no, I, often. I, I think you're proving the point of, of no, the but what I'm what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to see where yeah. he's going. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm like, wait, don't you remember my you're side? No, you're proving the point of what I am. I am. I am. But but hear me out here. Yeah. There is a difference in whatever you feel is acceptable. If there is a fundamental difference in somebody carrying themselves now, how, whether or not you feel like things are right or wrong, right? You know, some people say that you have to compromise and do things that you wouldn't otherwise do for people, right? To get in those positions. Kevin Hart may or may not have done whatever. They said that all these comedians were forced to wear dresses Mm -hmm. to be some point of emasculation. Mm -hmm. If that's something that you're not willing to do, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know? It's the same thing. I maybe picked a a stronger topic in the racist topic, but if you were to just have a different political view, Mm -hmm. if you were to have a different, um, you know, taste in culture, Mm-hmm. And you openly refuse to be a part of something that was asked of you, mm-hmm. that would change how much I'm willing to bend for you. Pause. Is you know, <laughs> but <what> literally. <laughs> <laughs> but but think about it. Like I'm not saying that that had, but nobody's saying it's not. And if it could just be how, no matter how deep you think it goes. See, y'all gonna make me keep oh. saying, <laughs> but literally, <laughs> no matter no matter how how many levels it is to it, right? Whether it's just putting on a dress for the sake of humor, it's not my type of humor, mm-hmm. and I'm unwilling to do it. To me, like you know, somebody might have said that, oh, he wasn't willing to cooperate. Whatever it means to put that on, you know, like I think there was a clip of Bernie Mac um, during the Bernie Mac show. Um, you know, that's a show where he's raising a family. And there's um, Jordan is the, the supposed to be the son mm-hmm. character is his nephew. Mm-hmm. And they wanted him to sit on his lap yep. during the the photos, um, the, the photo, photo shoot. shoot. And he's like, no, 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 no. We're not, we're we're not, not doing, doing that. that. We're not doing <laughs> that. And just things like that, where you feel like people are kind of pushing the That's boundaries the of your value system right. and you being willing to put your foot down. It's very easy to continue to do something if nobody's pushing your boundaries or if you don't have boundaries to be pushed. Kevin Hart is very good at navigating rooms, but who knows what his boundaries are? He don't got none. Ah. See, that's wild. Like, 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 I I get what y'all saying in terms of like pushing Mm -hmm. the boundaries and getting tested and all of that. But I think Cat Williams needs to also take accountability because, for example, speaking of myself, if I know that there's an artist who's going to start beefing and get into fights, yeah. he might be nice. He might be the nicest. I can even speak from personal experience. There was an artist who came over here, super dope. He was starting beef, drama, smacking chicks, you know what I mean, booties and all that. 
I'm not working with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not making it. You're super. T- he, I would even give him like top five most talented. I'm not working with you. So that's something to be mindful of. Your character, how you present yourself, can impact your success. You could be super talented, but if people don't like to work with you, yeah, but that, okay. that's Wait, my thing with Cat Williams. Like his energy can be off-putting sometimes. You see what I'm saying? He's super talented. Does He's it probably matter, one of the best. Does it matter why they don't work with you? What do you mean? Like, if they decide they don't want to work with you for... No, 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 no. I, I agree to a certain extent that there are some stuff behind the scenes in terms of the whole wearing a dress thing and trying to, like, make you do things that you wouldn't want to do or mm-hmm. the behind the scenes. Yo, there's stuff behind the scenes that be mad weird. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I'm not taking that away from him. But he also needs to take accountability for his behavior. But what how- I... What exactly is his behavior? Because I feel like in any entertainment industry, like you have like the elite and the elite kind of control what you can and cannot do or who gets in, who doesn't get in. Like Mm -hmm. when I watched this interview, like I compared him to Wayne. Like, so Wayne brought up Nikki and Drake, Mm -hmm. right? Once they got where they needed to be, they dipped, they left. Now he's bringing up young money. Can we name anybody who's on young money? No, but we know Wayne, but he's not as supported anymore. But I feel like he created a platform for people to come up. And I feel like Cat Williams did the same thing for a lot of comedians after after him. Like he put a lot of people on the map. He wasn't necessarily worried about him, you know, yeah. being up there because he already knew he had talent. He looked at the rest of the room and was just like, not really have to compete with none of y'all niggas because I know how to work a room. Yeah. But I'm going to bring up the people that's Raw behind talent. me. So... I feel like when it came to this type of situation, when he's realizing people like, what's it, Tiffany Haddish Tiffany and Haddish, fucking Aries Kevin Hart, all these people coming up and surpassing him, but he knows that they are not on his level. It's just like, oh, y'all niggas playing games. And at that point, mm-hmm. is, is there a point to even put out? It's like the same thing with artists like J. Cole. Is there a point in putting out good music if it's not going to be appreciated by the masses? Niggas be laughing about anything. I, look, no, I, I hear no, you though. No, and I, no, before, no, e, before no. you get into yeah. it, I, get, I, I know where you're going to go here, right? So there's people who, not only just Kevin Hart's behind the scenes acumen, but his 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 type of jokes, his types of comedy, it's palatable and appealing to certain audiences. It crosses over to audiences mm-hmm. that some people don't have that same crossover appeal. Mm-hmm. And for what it's worth, it's like, same music, right? Right. You have so many soul singers who were pioneers in rhythm and blues, in rock and roll, but it took a person, it didn't take Elvis. a person like, but it was a person that like Elvis to make that um, just exposure mm-hmm. to people who were going to be a bigger market. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart is one of those people who has taken comedy to bigger markets. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, I will say this. No, no, no. In the sense that he has a machine behind him that works to make that happen. And he's able to be a tried and true product. He's able to be a tried and true product. So it's like, while we want to paint this as black and white, good and evil, it's not that. It's not not that. It's It's two people who who took two different directions. And one who's looking at the other like, yeah, bro, I appreciate that you're there. But I still don't agree with why you're there. Like, I don't like the fact that you did those things to get there. We're not going to pretend like you're there. What did, what, did, on- what did Kevin Hart do to get 
to where he's at. His what, Kevin what Kevin Hart is short. Yeah. And his voice is funny. That okay. that's what he did to get there. If well, Kevin, wait, 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 hold and on. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm see, saying. See, so see? imagine, <laughs> imagine, Eman saying Kevin Hart's jokes. Will Kevin Hart still make it to where he needs to be? No, it's, it's the whole package. No, for what it's, it's worth, Cat Williams is short. Yeah, no, but money. but regardless of his size and voice. Uh-huh. He, his his jokes are still they're good they're great they're, they're so, great so, wait are y'all trying jokes. to tell me Kevin Hart is not funny no I'm not saying I laughed plenty of times at Kevin Hart but it's only because he's <laughs> gonna, gonna, it's because he's animated but that's part of it though <laughs> look at look at an artist like, his or, or a comedian like DC Young Fly DC Young Fly to me a person like Mike Epps too they're all about physical comedy right right the shit that they say in a vacuum. But they DC add Young Fly some, is funny because he can go super quick. Mike Epps. And and he he's it's comedic timing is always a thing. Yes. But also the animation behind it. DC Young Fly, his voice alone is something. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you mean. Yeah. yeah but it's a thing. Now I will say, look, I don't I, I don't like that people are trying to discredit, you know, Kevin Hart's they talent. Are. They are. I will say At though. This point. Look, 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 here's the problem, right? We always say this when it comes to music. There's a bunch of talent everywhere. Mm-hmm. And even executives that we've spoken to in the past tell us that talent's the last thing that we worry about. It's like 20%. It's like 20%. The rest of it is marketability. Mm-hmm. And that marketability, you have to be cooperative. Mm-hmm. And while... Here's yo, you're, you're literally no, but, yo, but, but he's here's not my saying, chess pieces. He's not it's saying it's his talent. No, no. He's just saying that he's 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 a market. But like he's saying, willing to sell out. Yes, but I, what I'm saying is, we cannot, um, you know, confirm or deny how deep the cooperation was. Because sometimes it will be that contract that's like, all right, e, you know, like say you're a vegan, but you gotta go and endorse. This steakhouse over here and do this, some this, shit that's gonna do X Y Z. Wild. I mean, it's we, speculation. We, we, we he was getting dry humped by Shaq on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? What do you mean? On the commercial or the little skit or whatever? No, I I seen that. Yeah. You talk, you're talking about like on the car, right? Yeah. yeah. But but that. I, but, I mean, but, but I'm not, not co signing it. But that's that's the kind of did you laugh that at they it? Have. But that, but again, Did I you, didn't laugh at that specific thing. Like, no, that's but not, you, but you, but you got it. I know, but I, but you got to be willing to do things like that. And that's all I'm saying is that, and and for what we say, what do we say? Things are a slippery slope. Sometimes there's been rumors of things and people being tested. I can't, you know, again speak on anything because personally, I haven't, you know. But when it comes to those things, you can't say that. Even on the jobs that they're presented, the tasks that they're presented, Dave Chappelle had a clip where he was like, you know, I went into the dressing room and there was a dress there for me in blue streaks. And he's looking at the people like, well, what is, I'm, I'm in the wrong dressing room, mm-hmm. I'm in the wrong trailer. And they're like, oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, Dave. We got, we got a skit for you. It's hilarious. All the greats have done it. Mm. And it becomes a thing where now you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, sorry. Off topic, but mm-hmm. this is on topic. So yeah. I don't know if you guys recently seen the video of Usher um, during Fashion Week. Oh, with yeah, the skirt? with the skirt on. The skirt on. Yeah. And then, yeah, so he was like in this like blazer okay. skirt mm-hmm. and like these like high combat boots with these little frilly socks. Mm-hmm. And like everybody in the comments was like, oh, this is the humiliation act. Yeah, yeah, type thing. Mm-hmm. And they were just saying like, in order, right, right before somebody takes off 
or right before they get like a, a step up from fame, like the first step is for you know the elite to like yeah 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 y- y'all believe in the yes, yeah, I do. For real? But don't, nah, I don't. Cut that out, because they're going to come <laughs> for me. <laughs> Tess, you believe in the Illuminati? Let me um drink my legally highest raspberry acai seltzer. <laughs> to get your mind elevated. <laughs> <laughs> and enlightened. I don't no, believe. I'm being dead ass. Tess, you believe in the Illuminati? There's a lot of things that go on, E, that, you know, <laughs> Wait, I, I cannot confirm no or deny anything. Now, okay, define a look, define it. No, I'm asking you. Define <laughs> it. The, what the, what do you the mean? concept of like a uh, couple men sitting around and, and with, with little, what are those called, sashes? Men or have meetings all the time. But right? no, you know what's wild though? I did this like back in high school, so I don't know if it still works, but if you type in Illuminati backwards and go dot com, it goes to the U.S. national website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. It's so, okay, so, <laughs> my fun so, fact. So, but I feel like it's wild, you know? So, yeah. So, y'all believe in the Illuminati. Like, a bunch it's of men sitting around. I, I believe that. And, and they're sitting there like, all right, how can we take over the world? And how can they are, we... They already how took can it we, over. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, all right. Whoa, how whoa. can we... Uh, You're going to make me get to... to how can we... Uh, Ban Cat Williams. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, all right. It's, so, not, it's not about no. There's a there's always I, I a you, bigger I you trying picture. to trivialize it, but the idea is not Cat Williams. Cat Williams is but collateral damage. damage. If there is something like that, okay. the idea is that if I have a oil company, okay, and part of the oil company is what is providing my wealth and power and influence in the world, mm-hmm. and there happens to be an advocate or a person with the platform mm-hmm. who is speaking very highly about green energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't we don't want him to be so loud. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it, it all depends on what you believe that certain things are going to be or certain things are being pushed. And whatever agendas... That's the that's Facts. the word of the day agenda. If you if you believe that no. there's people with a particular agenda, and then you believe that. We Boom. Got- so I I don't I, I agree with that. Like in terms of like not everybody who does business does business the right way. So mm-hmm. some people are really like, yo, if you're not with what I got going on, I'm going to destroy you and put you to the side. That's it. So that 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 is that simple. I'm not disagreeing with that, but I feel like with with that being said, we're trying to ignore the people that get in their own way. I don't think I think that you guys are like I think you're kind of taking it, not you guys because I know you. I'm gonna here. say you yeah, guys. Yeah. Hold on, let me so, move closer so this I, way. Yeah, I, I think that you you're moving this into a direction where it's like some people get wrapped up in the the cloak and dagger aspect of this shit. Okay. And I don't think it always boils down to that. I think that a lot of the shit is contextual. I think the shit is very in front of our faces, very human, right? If we have a a, a powerful group of people who enjoy mm-hmm. a particular type of thing. Mm-hmm then maybe we want to use our power to ensure that we have a supply of that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Could be just that simple. Yeah. I mean, like, and again, this is, this is, there's no type of evidence until somebody comes out with a clip no, of I, somebody being casting couch, like one no. of our favorite comedians being literally casting couch, then there's no way for us to be like, yeah, this shit is real. This shit is what happens. All we can do is know that representation is important. Okay. Right? Okay. So I remember one of my favorite most recent superhero movies was Black Panther. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we finally had a black superhero that, you know, embraced African culture Mm -hmm. and all of the things that came with it. Mm -hmm. Not even just that. The soundtrack was full of hip hop. Mm -hmm. It bridged the gap to a lot of the, you know, diaspora of the conversation. Mm -hmm. 
Now, when I see my favorite heroes, I want them to look, dress, and act like me. I want to mm-hmm. see me in them. Okay. I want to be able to model myself after them. And if I was younger, it would be able to idolize them. You can kind of taint somebody's... It's, and not, I'm not just talking about the dress, because I know that's where you guys are waiting for me to go. But it's not just the dress. It's the fact that even in some of our motion pictures... Early on, some of the only roles we would have mm-hmm. is not the hero. Mm-hmm. It's the villain, really. Mm-hmm. And yes, we still idolize them because we will idolize anybody who looks like but us. But that's mm-hmm. what we become because that's, that's what we see. Thank you. So if, a, It's an agenda. Thank you. So if all of our favorite people, right, think about the most prevalent roles. Denzel Washington, best role. Tell mm-hmm. me. Right now. What do you mean? Training day. What was he in training day? A corrupt cop. The other one that people bring is relevant. American gangster. Not only was he a murderous drug dealer, but he was one who flipped. Right? Do you know he also has a movie where he plays an angel? But you don't talk about that one. There was one where he played, you know, civil rights leaders. We don't talk about that one. One where he saved his son. The one where he saved his son, being a father of the year. Mm-hmm. Wait, we really don't talk about John Q. No, I, I thought we did. That was a great movie. It, was, it is amazing, <laughs> right? Movie. Yeah, John. Fact. Yeah, based on a true story, right? But he was still the villain, though. He would, he would even then he was still the villain. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it's still that you don't talk about that one because it showed black men in the light of being a great father. But we do we really not? I thought we talked about John Q. I, I feel like it was one of those movies up there. And I'll say this. Even if we talk about it or don't talk yeah. about it, let me, give you, let me give you an objective fact. It went Oscarless. He went Oscarless until, I mean, until he played in Training Day. But Training Day was, yo, what he did with Training Day was not everybody could have played that role. Very few people could have played that role. Nah, nah. <laughs> he, he, he would have been motherfucker every other right. set. You motherfuckers. No, you off, motherfuckers. offline, offline and everything. Nah, I, I really I really don't think any other person could play Training Day like Denzel did. No, no, you're right. Nobody could have But, but done here's that. the thing. Like, Denzel deserved an Oscar. Look at, look at, like, Will Smith. Will Smith deserved Oscars well before he's in a lot of these projects. Too late now. Oh, I mean, he got one. <laughs> What's up? What, 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 what movie? Best supporting, best supporting actor. actor. Does that count? Yeah. yeah it's, it counts. Okay. It counts. It counts. It counts. It counts. Nah, counts. but look, I, I, I get what y'all saying, and I yeah. do agree that there is an agenda. I do agree that there are people trying to, you know what I mean, make plays behind the scenes. Cool. All I'm saying is, let's not dismiss the fact that some people get in their own. Can we agree on that? Some yeah. People some get, people do get in their own absolutely. way. And I feel like Cat Williams is the best example of getting in your own way. I just... Because the energy that he puts out is, I just don't think that that's yeah, enough. Yeah, but the only reason him. why he came on the show is because somebody came there and gave misinformation. Okay. So at that point, he was quiet until somebody said some shit, and he was like, "You know what? <laughs> let let's, me fix let's set the, the record. Let, let, let me lay this shit all on the table since yeah. y'all want to, you know, bring up my name." He was asleep. You right? I, but I, I just feel like some of the stuff that he said is valid. But some of the stuff, we're also ignoring the facts that he got in his own way. Don't That's get me I'm wrong. I, and I, I hear you because I value the hustle 
too, yeah. right? Yeah. And Kevin Hart is an amazing example of that. I would say number one. Right. So like for him comedy, to take comedy one. and flip it to what he's flipped it to. Movies, he's production. Got movies, production, uh, brands. He's got the uh, uh, Fabletics. He's got the tequila brand. He's got a lot of collaborations and has been able to start now doing serious movies right. too. So he's doing phenomenal. Right. I never want to take away from what Kevin Hart has done. I think that the real question though, and what we need to kind of take away the narrative from this or that. Mm-hmm. Even if, say, Cat Williams was right, right? Then we should take away from the fact that, wow, Kevin Hart got this far. Mm-hmm. And even as talented as he is, as great of a marketing genius as he is, as great as a product as he is, he still had to do that to get there? Damn. Right? Or, to the other point, you know, if this is, if what Cat Williams saying is false then, damn, there's a lot of commonalities that our greats have to go through to get and stay great. I'm very interested to see how Kat, not Kat, Kevin Hart moves forward mm-hmm. after this interview. Like, yeah, this is not nah, touching nah, him at all. No, I don't think it's touching this him. But you, you feel like no. what, how, he, how he does his I'm stuff. saying how he yeah. moves forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like at this point, you're either going to shit on people who don't believe on you, or you're just going to fall victim to what was said. I just, I'm interested to see how he responds you to it. You know what? I got faith in Kevin Hart, and I feel like when it comes to his stuff, he's going to... One, he's making that transition to being serious. Yeah. So I think the opportunities for him to even fall back into whatever, whatever, is few and far between. Yeah. You know, but even with that, there's a lot of other people who I felt caught. You want to call them strays? Oh, yeah. He was strayed. He was like, that shit's out there. Yeah. Anybody could get it. Right, right. So, like, you know. So everybody bought Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, point. Ice Cube was solid. And that was it. And for what it's worth. You know, Ice Cube. You know. Uh, it kind of bothers me when people try to, like, shit on him. And it's like, he was a young dude putting y'all on. Yes. Um, He didn't have the Hollywood budget like that. Mm-hmm. He was doing the best that he mm-hmm. could. He was a rapper. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, a lot of times people forget that. Like, he didn't have to do all the stuff that he did. But he did, and and people try to take credit yep. away from him. I will I say, really too, rock with that. people get pigeonholed too, because for what it's worth, you know, I'm not to get too political here, but our people don't really have the political faces that a lot of other groups have. Mm-hmm. Like our people of influence are generally entertainers or athletes, mm-hmm. right? Those are the people who become the most recognizable in a position to do so. So it's always refreshing when you see somebody do shit the right way. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube was trying to do a lot of things, and so he caught flack because, like, he met with Trump or whatever. But for what it's worth, for any entertainer to make an attempt to speak with the presidential candidate, not just on some, like, oh, let me just be a face for your campaign, but on some shit like, okay, I'm coming with some data points, Mm -hmm. and I want to show you a a plan because you guys keep saying that you want to benefit this group of people to get this vote. But you don't have anything when you get in there. Uh-huh. So here's a starting point. Uh-huh. I want to give Ice Cube his flowers for that. Uh-huh. And I think that somebody being that solid to do that, man, you can try to slander him if you want. But who else is doing that? Nobody. Or very um, few. What's his face? Kanye? 
Nah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, man. No. Yay, 2020, baby. Let's Kanye, go. Kanye be having, let me not disrespect. I'm yeah, like, thank you. I'm, I'm thank you very it. much, man. Thank you. I'm going to keep it like. Look, but I know uh, we said that Steve Harvey <laughs> caught a stray. Oh, my God. With, yeah. the, with his hair, yo. With his hair. Oh, my God. They said that funny. he jacked his whole flow <laughs> from, from uh, wow, I forgot something name, but um, damn. We got the fact. Which he did. Which he did. Which he did. Like the whole principal thing, being having an entire show. But I, Mark Curry. Mark Curry. Thank you very much, Mark Curry. And yeah, that was. I don't know, man. Like I'm glad to see Steve Harvey. You know, I like Steve Harvey. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of all of the people he mentioned. Cedric mm-hmm. the Entertainer. You're a fan. What? Yo, I know this is so wrong. What's up? But. I was so mad when Bernie Mac died. Oh, because then I was just like, no, upset. but I was just like, yeah, yeah, I feel like it should have been Cedric. Oh, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Oh man, you know what? I will not partake in this. Yeah, no, you don't have to. That was just me. I, God forgive me, but I'm just saying, like, come on now, like, not Bernie. Nah, nah. It- not Bernie. All all, all love to all of them. We love them all. All I don't wish bad on. I don't wish bad on nobody. Right. So, well, on that note, comedy (laughs) was not the only genre that he took fire at. You mentioned Luda. Yeah, that 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 was a straight. Like I, that was a straight. That was left field too. Like he he made. uh, What did he say about Ludacris? Something about like they were both offered. like a ten year movie deal, mm-hmm. with, like a certain, with like a certain amount of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten year movie. It sounds ten like year, that had ten, to be fast. ten year movie fast deal. Five. Yeah. Well, fast, and, fast and furious in general. You know, yeah. only yeah. one of them took it, and and I guess he was and insinuating that he got, he got. Uh, yeah, like he had to Yo. do some strange for a piece of change. Mm-hmm. In order to get that, and Cat I'm just Williams like, and Fast Five would have been funny as hell. No, it would have been <laughs> trash. Imagine no, him. No, imagine him playing as Ludacris's character. No, I don't think he would have. They would have put him. They would have tailored it. They would have put him in that. It would have been for the character. Yes, but I don't. But they would have tailored it. I don't think it would have worked. I don't think it would have worked. I think the character that Ludacris has makes sense. He's not too comedic. He's not too serious. It's a good balance because Ludacris is that. Okay, but hold on. You're also putting this in a perspective that Cat Williams is pigeonholed to just comedy. I think he's one of the few comedians who, even before Kevin Hart's recent, you know, attempt at serious film, has proven that he can be versatile. What movie? Have you seen his appearance on Atlanta? I don't watch that show. Uh, you, you should watch it. it. It was great. It's a serious character. It, it was a serious character. It was great. No jokes. Don't get me wrong. There's he's not, he's, he's, saw him. He's, he's not. There's comedic. But undertones. he's not doing the pimping, pimping. No, no, he's no pimping, pimping. I might have to There's look comedic into undertones, it. of course, because you know you're not gonna not take advantage of his but comedic timing. Do you really see Cat Williams in, in, in Fast and Furious? Like for I, I could see him in Fast Five, but do you do now? Now, do you think that that would not have added to? Nah. Or it would have taken away. It would have taken away, bro. It would have taken away. I don't think, but the, the truth is, I don't think it was for Fast and Furious. It was a ten movie deal in general. They just happened to pick Ludacris and would have been Fast and Furious. Yeah. It would have been something else. A different oh, type. It would have been a different yeah. It would, yeah, they would have moved that movie. But what direction. I really really loved about him is when he talked about how like his role in on um, Friday. How it was supposed to be a small role, yes. but the way he inspired he it. it to become bigger, I feel like it's dope. And him writing his own lines, so I feel like that's somebody you want to work with, you know? No, the, yeah, putting the, somebody the, in a box. The man is a legend. The man is talented. 
The man deserves his flowers. Mm-hmm. I go back to my same E-man's point, just getting ready bro. to buy some more Kevin Hart tickets. No, I'm just going back to that same it's point. His, Kevin to Hart's pretty dope. We, we met him together. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, oh, no, no, he's, no. Look, uh, I, again, no shade to Kevin Hart, and I'm I'm upset that it's becoming one or the other because I'm a fan of both. I just think, like most things, you have a taste for certain things, and some people who have already made their mind up about one or the other are using this as an opportunity to take a side. I don't think so. I, I think the line is just homeboy has a certain attitude that rubs people the wrong way. You think it's that and simple? And he... he yeah. But I feel like, who did he rub the wrong way? If you look at his resume, he put did so Did you watch the Wild and episode where he was on? Oh, I watched it. I love it. But the most watch, recent one? I don't know if it was recent. I, I just know that he was on the Wild and episode. Oh, when he and played? Just, yeah. What's his uh, face? Michael Blackson. Yeah. Um, He was making yeah. fun of You could sense the energy. There's actual animosity there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's, it's not strictly comedy. This is like, I really don't like you. I don't fuck with you. You know but what I'm saying? He, like, and he's, I don't know him personally, but that's the vibe that he gives off. Like, there's a certain energy that okay. can rub. You don't think that, he wronged him, though? To that point, yes, exactly. Who, I think that Cat Williams, I think Cat yeah. Williams is just ultra authentic. I think that he's one of those people who can't fake the funk. And when it comes to certain things, you have to be able to fake the funk. Well, that, no, that, no, you, no, you're no, literally, that's, yeah. that, that's, that's my whole point. Like, yeah. when it comes to the industry, not everybody's built for it. Yeah. You can get in your own way by being too real. A yeah. lot of people don't get that. A lot of rappers yeah. do that. They That's feel true. like they got to be real all the time mm-hmm. and just call I'm out the, everybody the realest, realest, realest. Yeah. Sometimes just keep it cool. You could, you might see something that's super fake or whatever. He, you don't got to comment on it. Let it be over there. Just mm-hmm. keep it pushing. He said that when he first met him, he tried to offer him advice because he was saying that Michael Blackson was coming out and trying no. to use his accent, you he, know, for he, fame. He, he gave, and, he gave yeah. advice, and, then and then I think he took yeah. it. And he was, yeah. No, he didn't take it. He was saying, like, you got to start dressing like the people that are kings from where you come mm-hmm. from instead of wearing a daishiki and, you know, talking mm-hmm. like this nigga. Like, you yeah. know, he was like, you're embarrassing yourself. Like, you know what I mean? You're he trying was, to fit into the Yeah, box. he was like, you know, dress the part and then you become the part. And he said that Michael Blaston, um got upset at him. It was kind of like, F this. Um, to his feedback. And I feel like that's why he kind of like approached him in that way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, For what it's worth, Michael Blackson recently did make some comments. And it does seem like at least if there was animosity from Michael Blackson's part, it's no longer his mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think He gave him his respect, was, though. But you think that it was all Cat? Yeah. I don't know, man. I hear great things about Cat and just the same. Like, I hear that he's made it a point to be as charitable as possible and ensure that yeah, the people who seven he cares, kids. Yeah, the people who he cares oh. about is doing well. He's making contributions to, Uh-oh. you know, the world Uh-oh. in a positive light. Yeah. And, you know, it sucks that even then, like it took this for people to pay back attention to him. You know, this is gonna be a thing that I hope people are able to ride waves with and turn it into some positive. But, you know, Cat Williams wasn't being talked about until he went in this interview and mm-hmm. blew up all these spots because like drama. Hell, we talking yeah. about it right now. And I was talking about it for quite a long time after. Uh, that, that was funny. Yeah. But I do love Cat Williams because he dropped a lot of gems, right? And he gave a lot of people flowers and he touched on some things that are kind of a little bit more serious. You know, he touched on the um, uh, wow, I just forgot. Jonathan Major's situation. That was something else too. <laughs> and there was a lot of points being made that 
I think the reality of it is, is he highlighted the power of the entertainment industry and how it can, at the snap of a finger. There you go with the snap. The snap <laughs> again, right? Damn. <laughs> with the snap of a finger. Give you fame or take it away. Yeah. I don't know how you do I agree. That. I, I agree. Can't do that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but uh, based on some of our other topics that we talked about, the Simone Biles one, the um, the pregnancy confession, other people have written us confessions, and some people have written us opinions. I want to start by saying, yo, y'all people in the comments on the Simone Biles zone, yo, people they not paying attention crazy, to this. They not paying yo, attention I, to the same thing, I had thing, somebody bro. personally message me, and I'm not going to say who, right. but they was like, get your mans, because he's over here um, disrespecting women in, in, the, in the comments. And I was like, you know what? I just stopped responding to him. I was like, I'm protecting my peace. <laughs> I'm with all the smoke. He is. But but and more, more, more than that, I'm with the education, because... Obviously, y'all have this idea that we're nah. all like a hive mind. That what Raven sees in her timeline and what E sees in his timeline, that I've seen in mine. It's not the case, bruh. It's just not. Sometimes people have other things that they're paying attention to. And the weirdest thing that I think y'all did was somehow you thought that this man talking or, or being knowledgeable or not knowledgeable of his wife's, his now wife's accomplishments, somehow took away from the accomplishment themselves. She's great. She's amazing. Somebody, I was informed that she has five moves named after her in gymnastics. They couldn't tell me what the moves were, though, so it's okay. This really hurts your feelings, huh? You, you go to sleep in Valley's thinking about this. I got a notification. Let me go back. I was just waiting. Nah, I'll be, I'll be on it. Because you could nah, I'm not crazy. I'm not afraid to, to you know, defend my position mm -hmm. because it, it, I think a lot of people took a lot of things out of context. That's all I'm saying is that y'all are great. Be great. But, you know, being great doesn't mean that you're world-renowned. Mm -hmm. And even being world-renowned doesn't mean that you're 100% known by everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all I am That's all I was saying. So, yeah. As far as the confessions, though, I got some interesting responses from that. I got some, some ones, if y'all ready for some let's ones. See, let's see. So, uh, okay. <laughs> My husband and I had a threesome with his fraternity brother. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Okay. Guess what? I'm pregnant. Oh. My husband has been, had a vasectomy five years ago, um. and he's fuming. The thought of his friend impregnating his wife is crazy. I'm eight weeks as of today, and I want to keep it. My husband and I are on our, the last leg of our marriage, so we had this threesome to try to spice things up. This was the first one uh, I, uh, I was waiting till I turned 36 and decided that we should, you know, do something wild. But what's wild is that uh, my husband's friend is 10 times better than, at sex than my Yo, husband. Yo, watch. She didn't have to no, say she, she, that. She's, she's, she's going hard. She's going in. <laughs> she didn't have um, to say that. Size, performance, just the whole experience. <laughs> she made sure that she gave details. Yeah. My husband has a child from a previous relationship. She's going to be petty. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't have any kids. That's not petty. That's petty. No, it's not. She doesn't hold have on, kids. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> we can get into it. Uh, we've been married for two years, and the last uh, year or so have been a disaster. Truth of the matter is, we're both unhappy, and we wanted to call it quits, but uh, but he was trying to work it out. Um, I was going to work it out until this little mishap, but now, you know, his friend being single has me thinking about oh, moving forward. Sis. Mm-hmm. Sis. <laughs> wow. 
I know my husband would have a fit, but I blame him for inviting his friend into our shithole of a relationship. I have, uh, uh, should I keep the baby and should we, wor- or should I try to work it out with his friend? Those were the only two, two options. Keep the baby or work it out with his friend. Because <laughs> like, either way, your relationship is over. No, everything is done. And the relationship, done. I mean, she, she, that's kind of implied. Should you work it out? I there's guess that's no, the opposite of, you know, working out with the no friend. There's no way to is, come back from that one. I don't think she wants to be single in general. So I'm assuming that well, she wants to either be with one. the friend or That's the number the one problem. Because yeah. I feel like people need to learn how to be single before you can be in a relationship. Yeah, but you, sh- you shouldn't be having kids in that frame of mind. Yeah, this is like, like a kid kind of, yeah. not out of spite, but out of a a need to fill a void. Completely that you unhealthy. Felt, that you felt like you were missing this entire time. Because you know she said she didn't have, have a, kid, a kid, but her husband had a kid from a other relationship. Right. And he got, they were married for two years and he got a vasectomy five years ago, which means that she got into the relationship Knowing without the option of having, having a kid. So she might have just said, Ah, okay, while we're here, I'm gonna do this for you. And now she's doing it for somebody she's no longer happy with. I don't think you guys can put her at fault for getting pregnant. No, no, not no, for getting pregnant. Not for getting pregnant, no. Her man That was dumb. Allowed no, for that, that, dumb for that situation. That was dumb. That was dumb. dumb but like I'm a true believer, like sex does not fix a relationship. No. So like I don't know what the fuck these grown people were thinking, um, in this confession. But um I can see her view on wanting to keep the baby, but to keep it and that aspect, unless there's some religious views, is wrong because Messy. it's it's toxic. You're gonna raise yeah. your kid in such a toxic mm-hmm. environment and a possible fatherless env- environment, depending on the situation. You know, because I know her man mm-hmm. is probably 100 percent not gonna raise that child. No, no, especially if the boy looks like the other homeboy. You gotta look. Oh, look at yeah. him! Oh my god! Uh, can you? Can you? Would you, you be can't. able to do that? No, no, hell no, no. Look, look, look. Let me also say this. Why she say all that? I know she gave way too much detail, but that that goes to show how much this shit hurt her in her heart from the pain of the relationship. Now, my thing is, is people change their minds. People change the way that they feel, you know. So what happens when she uses this baby as a catalyst to end what she had, go with the new one, and maybe the new one is not, you know, the grass isn't as green as she thought it was. Period. You know, now do you have a child that you resent? Yeah, possibly. You know? I don't think she will resent the child, but I feel like she will regret her situation. I feel like regardless of what's happening, the relationship has been over. Yeah, it's over. They need to dead that. Like, two years is not even a long time. So for it to get to this point after two years says a lot. Well, I do think... Now, let me argue for her. Because I think it's complex here, right? You got a woman who's tired of her relationship... Uh, you know, a marriage that has been potentially loveless for a long time. And now you start to weigh other options, right? Now this other option that you're gelling with comes along because he's the homeboy, mind you. So who's to say that he wasn't kind of already in the periphery around it? Like it wasn't like it was love at first threesome. You feel me? Facts. (laughs) Like he was probably around. He was in the picture. So now she has this guy and by the way, he gave you a thing that you thought you gave up on. She's 36. You know what I'm saying? Gave you a thing that you thought you had given up on years ago when you married other old boy. I, I just want to know 
after said this was the first time they had the threesome, like what were you guys gonna do after that? Like you know what I mean? Like Thanksgiving, are y'all gonna invite him over? Like oh. you feel me? Like <laughs> I can't look like <laughs> how you gonna look at him in the, there, in the room? I think that there's. <laughs> like what the fuck? I'm already getting freaky accusations from our last conversation with Esme, but <laughs> I think that there are people who can kind of separate the two, who can like you know let sex be a casual thing, or people who operate in such a lifestyle that sex outside of the relationship does not impact the relationship. Again, but I can't like, say it's me. He's shaking his head oh. super hard. He about to move his waves. No. Like, okay, like, <laughs> hear me out. Like, let's say, like, you were in this situation. Yeah. And you invite your dude over. It's, let's say, five of y'all at your house. And then your girl and the dude you had a threesome with is in the kitchen with your girl. And they over here cackling. So here's my like, thing. You're not going to feel some type of way. She for the, the streets. What the fuck y'all cackling about? What's so funny? I, I might be a little hypocritical here, but I'm not having a threesome with another dude. So, like... You feel me? I'm, I'll be one of those guys. Y'all can, you know, come at All me right, in the comments. Pat Williams. <laughs> look, man, it just is what it is. You know, I think that there's a lot of guys who would consider a threesome with another woman and their girl, but inviting another dude in is a totally yeah. different story. I wouldn't want a threesome with another dude either. I would have it with another woman there versus you go. another guy. Right. So don't look at me like I'm the No, thing. I'm just you know like, like the same. Right. So, look, I, again, I don't think, I think that if she can find a way to do a clean break, be by herself, and then see what that comes, if if, if new dude comes back around in the circle, it'll be still awkward, because that's still your homeboy's, um, you know, your your husband, your ex-husband's homeboy. But. Yo, send me her number. <laughs> she needs some she need friends. No, she, she needs friends. She like, she needs need friends that are going to cuss her out, because that's wild. <laughs> Shit. Hey, E, what you thinking? Nah, uh, he ain't well, it's, 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 all, it's all bad. Like I, I have no advice. Y'all, Why are you gonna read the confession that makes women look bad, y'all? Uh, <laughs> like, did yeah. it make her look nah, bad? She, she, no, she, she, she's she, in a complex situation. I, very complex. Yeah, I don't think uh, she's a villain here. I think she's maybe in the sense that she's very down to destroy a how she described the story that like she didn't need to draw those details i think she did his dick big yeah like (laughs) he took me down oh my god i thought about it he's better than my he's better than my i was wishing for the baby the whole time like the girl was wilding (laughs) (laughs) i hadn't i'm not gonna lie i I don't have any advice for this one yeah i have advice get help get therapy that's gonna be a lot of people's advice. So, like, she, that's what she needs. She didn't learn how to be alone. Oh, okay. oh my god! I think yeah, he heard the details of that before, and he just yeah, it's all that, bad. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, send your confessions to real yeah. and uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, we'll try to help. I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, miss, if you listen, if you hear this, and you out there somewhere in the ether, listen, or the internet, we are gonna figure it out. You know. Yeah. I think that it's always valuable to find love in yourself. Then maybe find somebody else who's not in your husband's fraternity. And sex does not fix a relationship. That's also a thing, though. They was in a fraternity, too. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they might have did that shit all the time. Mm. You know. <laughs> Listen, don't, they going to come for you. <laughs> <laughs> you next, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, boy. Hey, look, man. Look. Just, 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 
love you, love you, love your people, love yourself. <laughs> Wear a condom. The fuck? Yo, that, but that's my other thing, though. Like, bro, you didn't make sure your Yo, lady was on birth control. Not nothing. even that. He let him not her. I mean, yeah, that too. But like, if you're gonna do that, mm-hmm. like, take precaution. No, I think, look, she can, I think she's right when she says she can blame her her man for that one. Yeah, I don't know Maybe why. not the messiness of the entire situation, but this seems to be very avoidable. Would you guys lose respect from your girl? Just, just off of the initial fact that the threesome happened. Like, no pregnancy, no nothing, but like... Watching her have sex with another dude, I but you gave permission, would you lose? I can't. I well, can't. see, I think I think that there's a lot of dudes who do. That's why when, you know, people indulge in that type of thing, mm-hmm. the key is that they have a relationship that either is loosey-goosey already. Like, we talk about Adam-22 all the time. Yeah, loosey-goosey. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got Adam-22, where y'all are already porn stars, and that's what y'all do. Y'all are very sex-forward. You enter the relationship knowing that she's exposed. There's a level of exclusivity that you never had. Do you think they're happy? Mm, that's a good question. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that you you need to have a level of something that's just mine, you know? I think, well, you're about to get real mad at me, but that's the reason why there's a lot of, um, you know, this that whole discussion of... Yeah, you say not, it with your chest. Speak up. All right. That's why there's <laughs> the discussion of um, you're not going to tell me what I'm going to wear because, you know, you have a problem with the Kiki Palmer situation, right? She wear the, the see-through dress, the see-through... You're not leaving anything to the imagination. You're out here showing it off to everybody else. Yes, that's not literally sexual access, but there's... It's within the same vein. You had in the direction. Right. You agree to this? It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes look, sense. man, look. Okay. So if you decided... It's a slippery slope. <laughs> it's a slippery slope, right. If you decided to wear a dress that's one of those mesh things and you just had like nipple pasties on. I personally wouldn't do that. Okay, why? Why not? Why not? Because that's not my style. No. no. It's not. It's Stop not. It. It's well, not. Keep it real. Well, you know, the pasties wouldn't match my eyes. It's that's, whole behavior. What? That's dumb as fuck. What? To me, I think it's tacky. It's I personally, whole behavior. But we, no, I don't think it's, it's whole behavior. No, y'all skate around that's calling other ladies women out. For, yeah. me, for me, how I am, if it looks good, by all means. I, even, if, you, even if it's something that it's a whole not, but No, no, here's my thing. Even that, it's never a point of whether it looks good. You put it on because it looked good. We right. get that. But why not let it look good for your dude? Right. Alright, let's let's go through your likes, your and your saves. I, I'm pretty sure that I'm saying like I feel like you guys are not looking at this and like oh, disgusting. No, like, no why would we? But she but she not my but woman. Not, that's what I'm saying. Okay, but I'm pretty I sure want, I don't want my chick to be yeah. out there. That's what I'm. Yeah. Okay. Right? All right. Are you get it. You know what I'm saying. But I'm, what I'm saying is she trying to skate. No, I'm not trying to skate. But like when you go out, why is it so hard for women to call out hoes? I feel like because you guys speak like this, but what are you chasing? The hoes. For sexual attention. You're chasing For entertainment. Entertainment and sexual attention. I mean, you guys are the strong word, not us, but like men in general. But here's my thing, right? Yes, defend us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh my God. But also, also, look, look, look. If you know, right, and even in your accusations, that we're giving attention because we're chasing hoes. Why are women in relationships getting a pass for jumping into that arena? 
I feel like every woman can do whatever the fuck she oh wants to do. Ooh, period. You're not get okay. You, okay. You need to. Skate, 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 you, need, skate. you need to know it's your woman. Real. No form of accountability. You, you need to know your woman. How you measure your girl uh-huh. is who she is. How you met your man is who he is. Really. So if you met her that way, don't come in here trying to tell her what to do. Okay. So so there's no room for improvement and growth. So there, if you there, if, no, you, if you met him broke. He's going to say, bro, you broke forever. But, you know what I'm saying? There's no room for him to grow and become saying, a man. And, you know what I mean? Same way. What, you, what, could, you could be a, 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 a free bird when you're young. A free, um, free right, bird. Right, right. <laughs> but, but, but you get to a certain yeah. point where, you get to a certain point where, you know what I mean? Like you're in a relationship, like respect the relationship. If the man is cool with it, that's cool. But if the man is not cool with it, like try to hear him out about it. No, here's my bro. thing too, right? Mm-hmm. When you when you talk about marriage, right? Yes. The, the, this the, is where I was about to go, so okay. go ahead. But when you talk about marriage, I don't think that people are necessarily ready for marriage, but I don't think that it's reasonable for everybody to just expect to just snap into. Yo, the- just, yo you need to snap every episode now. I'm about to call you <laughs> You don't. Yo, wanna- <laughs> Chilo, next episode when he snap, make me disappear. That's <laughs> powerful. But nah, like you just you don't you don't just immediately start being that person that right. you should be in a marriage. Right. You gotta start that shit beforehand to even get the proposal. Right? So by that virtue, why is it wrong to expect that change? So what I'm trying to explain to you, right, mm-hmm. is that if you are dating for marriage, there's a baseline. You know this person has this this baseline set morals, how they act, what they're doing in their career. Like if I tell you, like, if you come to me and you're like, oh, what do you want to do in life? Uh, I don't know. I'm just chilling. I'm working at Walmart. I'm not really mm-hmm. I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. Like you can look at me like, all right, like you know what I mean? You gotta think like, damn, probably gonna have to take care of her. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's she's a nine to five mindset. I wanna own property. Can I own property with this type of mindset? Period. Like, so like, do you continue that relationship? It's up to you. Like, it depends on what you're comfortable with. So what I'm saying is if you date somebody and you notice that they're doing things like they're, she's for the streets, like they say, you can't turn a home into a housewife, can't turn a street nigga into a corporate nigga. Like, so with that said, can you admit that that is whole behavior? No. That's it. That's it. No. <laughs> Just because somebody dresses a certain type of way, uh-huh. don't make them a hoe. I'm an army. What? Never enlist never enlisted. That's not what we mm-hmm. talking about. If you I, okay, you're right. Just because you dress like a hoe doesn't mean that you're actually a hoe. Yeah. But, but you are dressing like a hoe. So don't be upset when people treat you like Bruh. a hoe. No, 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 it's like, not even just about that. It's still the virtue of a lack of respect when you do that. Right, like bye. While in a relationship. If I'm Thank in Miami, you. I'm wearing mesh. If I'm in Connecticut, Damn, son. I'm not wearing mesh. That's tough. Look, man. Look. Gabe, you allowed now? All I'm saying is at this point, I'm not even gonna argue with Miami because like I've seen women go to Jamaica and Bro. Jamaica's like another Jama- level. Jamaica is the equivalent to DR. Yes, that's Jamaica that. for women is what DR is for men. Yeah, I'm gonna just leave it at that. Y'all, y'all take whatever y'all want to take from that. Y'all, y'all get, get let me take a flight. And, and <laughs> by the, How much these flights? 
words. Right. <laughs> so, so you know, fellas, just just pick your battles. Yeah. Choose pick your, your women partner. wisely yeah. and vice versa. And don't let her listen to Sexy Red or watch Kiki Yeah, nah. Palmer. So that's one thing I agree. So Kiki Palmer, follow her, <laughs> goddess. Sexy mm-hmm. Red, leave that bitch alone. Mm. Right. Well, on that note, um, again, to the lady who, yeah, yo, please just like, I don't know, be alone for a little bit. Um, you know. Pray a lot. Yeah, pray Therapy. a lot. Therapy. Drink some seltzer. Drink some TAC seltzer. <laughs> right. Legally highest. Legally highest. And to Raven, you know, learn how to learn how to accountability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take off the ice skates once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, shut please, the please, front please. door. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Your bitch ass. Mm-hmm. All right. So so you know, um I got some more, but we'll tap into those later. Next time. You so guys keep later. them coming. Don't worry, the conversation I'm sure will be pretty. Let me pick the confessional next time. Okay. We're going to find some about these men. I, they be doing some wild shit, too. They I got do. some in there. I just yeah. thought you said the wild this one. Yeah. And I th- <laughs> yo, that shit's pretty wild. You know? Again, uh, not just trying to laugh at people's personal lives. That's, you know, we trying to give some advice. I appreciate y'all sharing. Uh, I've been C-Tez. We're feeling uncomfortable. This yeah, is... Just E-Man music. Mm-hmm. Ray Bands. And, uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next time. Yes. I ain't looking for no handouts to say no. Always stack high, stay low. Trying to level up, better get with us. Gotta keep it real, cause you know it's about to get real uncomfortable. Yeah, real uncomfortable. It's about to get real uncomfortable.